Today on the Nolan Knows Podcast, Jesse Smollett lies to everyone and why its coverage is a threat to journalism everywhere. Welcome to the Nolan Knows Podcast, everyone. Typically, we like to keep it light in here. We like to talk about sports, movies, but this is an issue that I don't think anyone can ignore, especially if you are a person who enjoys watching television, movies, if you enjoy actors and following celebrities, and if you're a person who likes to follow things on Twitter. If you haven't heard, or unless you've been living under a rock, Jussie Smollett, in late January, he is an actor on the show Empire on Fox. He is apparently beaten by two men who yelled racist and homophobic slurs at him, all while wearing MAGA hats, and put a noose around his neck, and also poured bleach on him, in the streets of Chicago all during this polar vortex we experienced in all parts of the country. Now, the attack was initially investigated as a violent hate crime, but this is now turned on its head. Complicated doesn't do this story justice. In less than a month, Chicago police have actually dropped their investigation into the two now, quote, identified persons of interest and Smollett has actually put himself in a position where he is facing accusations of orchestrating this attack on himself. And this led people all across the country, whether it be hip-hop stars like Cardi B, to 2020 presidential candidates in Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, to weigh in on the case before all the facts were assessed. Now, flash forward to today, February 20th, and Smollett is now named a suspect in his own attack. So it's very complicated. There's a lot of moving parts here. But there is one thing that we can do, and that's break it down so we're all on the same page here. So here's kind of a timeline of the mysterious Jussie Smollett case. Now, mind you, there's still details emerging, but here's what we know as of right now. On January 22nd, a racist, homophobic letter arrives at the Empire set. So this is less than a week before the opposed attack, and he receives this letter containing white powder at the Fox studio where Empire is filmed. Flash forward a week, January 28th, and the attack is committed. So according to initial reports, on that Monday evening, two white men wearing ski masks and MAGA hats approach Smollett outside of a subway in Chicago where they pour unknown chemical substance, what is believed now to be bleach, and they beat him up and they put a noose around his neck. So per TMZ, these men also call Smollett that F got that... I, I can't even say it. The racial slur and homophobic slur and yell, this is MAGA country. This is in Chicago. Smollett is a black and openly gay man, for those of you who do not know. So this is attacking two characteristics of him. That night, Smollett checks into the Northwestern Memorial Hospital, where he's reported to be in good condition. Now, it took him 40 minutes to call the police after this attack. So two days go by, January 30th, and the police begin to look into this mysterious thing that happened. So they release an image of the two potential persons of interest as captured by nearby security cameras. So this is Anthony Guglielmi 
and he is a reporter on this. He says, case update. Tonight, the Chicago police detectives expanded their search area for cameras to be able to provide photos of the alleged assailants in the attack. Thus far, no video of the alleged assailants or a vehicle has been discovered. Hours ago, detectives located a surveillance camera that shows potential persons of interest wanted for questioning in reference to the assault and battery of Empire Actor. A community alert with photos is being constructed and will be disseminated shortly. So now move into February, February 1st. Smollett makes his first comments following the attack. And he breaks his silence and he releases a statement and says, My body is strong, but my soul is stronger. End quote. February 2nd, he makes his first public appearance at the Troubadour nightclub in West Hollywood. Smollett comes out, sold out show. He opens up about his attack and he says, quote, He will always stand for love. End quote. So 10 days goes by, two men are arrested. This is where it starts to get weird. Chicago police arrest two men on suspicion of carrying out the attack against Smollett. They are later identified as Nigerian brothers Olibinjo Ozendaro and Abimbola Ozendaro, who have been actually connected with Empire. They were actually extras back in 2015. Weird, right? February 14th, the day after, Good Morning America interviews Smollett. And he speaks with Robin Roberts. And this, to me, is the definition of a person who is an actor. So this is Valentine's Day. He gives his first in-depth interview. It is heartfelt. There are tears. And he explains what transpires that night. And he's speaking with Robin Roberts, who I, I find to be a terrific journalist. And I almost feel bad for her because she now looks like an idiot in this as well because she is so uh, moved by what he's saying. She is so into it and as a black woman herself uh, you can tell that she kind of feels for him in this moment and so here's a, a tidbit of that on that good morning america interview jesse smollett basically explaining you know how he feels about it and what people should believe what do you feel people need to hear the most from this story i think that what people need to hear is just the truth is just the truth because Everybody has their own idea. Some are healing and some are hurtful. But I just want young people, young members of the LGBTQ community, young black children to know how strong that they are, to know the power that they hold in their little pinky. So there's Jussie Smollett explaining to Robin Roberts on Good Morning America to millions of people around the country his heartfelt explanation of what transpired that night. He's wearing pins of black power of the gay community. I mean, this to him is very emotional. It means a lot to him. But like I said at the beginning, complicated can't even begin to describe this because if something sounds too crazy to have happened, then that's probably true. But what happened in this entire situation is everyone came running to him and immediately blaming those involved without hearing all of the facts. So two days go by since that interview and Chicago police sources suggest that Smollett himself may have actually orchestrated the attack. They say, quote, we can confirm that the information received from the individuals questioned by police earlier in the Empire case has in fact shifted the trajectory of the investigation. We've reached out to the Empire cast member's attorney to request a follow-up interview. So things are really starting to pick up speed here and we still find, 
you know, politicians, celebrities out there, uh, you know, condemning these attacks, saying that we, you know, need to do something about the hate in America. We need to do something about violence and racism. And this continues to go. So people out there, if they're not paying attention to these Chicago Police Department reports, they're just paying attention to what people are saying, and they still believe Jesse. So flash forward again, and I know this is a long timeline, but it is complicated. Today, February 20th, just minutes before the Ozendaro brothers are scheduled to testify in front of the Layton Criminal Courthouse Grand Jury, CBS Chicago reports that Cook County State's Attorney's Office receives a call from Smollett's attorneys leading prosecutors to postpone the testimony. Strange, once again. On that Wednesday evening, Anthony Guglielmi, who we spoke on earlier, uh, is now stating that Smollett is considered an official suspect for filing a false police report. And the detectives are presenting evidence before a grand jury. So basically what happened, and the rumor has it, is that Jussie's character was going to be taken off of the Empire cast. And he feared for that. So what he did was orchestrate this attack with men who had been extras and involved with the show to make them appear as though they were white, racist, violent men in Chicago attacking him, putting a noose around his neck, and performing this act of hate and, and homophobia. And my fear, and what everyone else's fear should be, is that this is an incredible threat to journalism everywhere. The media wants to run this narrative that we are a country infused with violence and racism and hate. We want to rush to judgment because that's what sells fear and violence. When we turn on the TV and the news is flashing, what's trending on Twitter, those types of things, polarizing conversations. And all of the left on Twitter comes to Jussie's support. They haven't read anything. They don't know all the facts. They haven't talked to the Chicago Police Department. What matters is it feeds their narrative that there's these two opposing sides of left and right. The right hates the left and the left hates the right. And people always want to fight each other and we're such a terrible country. But we rush to judgment without weighing in on all the facts. I will always condemn any acts of homophobia, racism, violence, whatever it may be. This is a country where everyone should feel safe. Everyone should have the ability to speak their mind. But I'm also going to think about these things in a logical way when I approach these stories. It's the right thing to do. It's the responsible thing to do. So now we find out that Jesse Smollett is in fact full of crap. Not only did this not even appear to be what it is, he was the mastermind behind this entire operation. And for him to go on national television on GMA, speak to Robin Roberts, and cry about this and tell everyone that they need to know what transpired that evening, it's unbelievable to me. And here's another clip of him in that same interview. And Robin Roberts basically asks him, what happens if these men aren't found and how are you going to be able to heal with this? And how are you going to be able to go on? And, you know, here he is once again. And to watch him cry and to watch him just lie from every fiber of his being is almost disturbing to watch. Um, I don't know. Let's just hope that they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's not go there yet. Let's, um... <laughs> I was talking to a friend and... I said, I just want them to find them. And she said, sweetie, they're not gonna find them. And that just made me so angry because 
so I'm just gonna be left here with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just gonna be left here with, with like, so they get to go free and go about their life and possibly attack someone else, and I'm here to left with the, left with the aftermath of this bull? That's not cool to me. That's not okay. So I understand how difficult it will be to find them, but we gotta. I still want to believe with everything that has happened that there's something called justice. Yes, Jesse, you are left with the aftermath of this and they did find them and you orchestrated it. Bravo, bravo, Mr. Smollett. You're a better actor in this interview than you are on the actual show. So for two white men to somehow recognize you from Empire Fox show that is not fit within their demographic is one strange. Like I said before, if something appears to be too strange to have happened, then maybe it was. And I'm, and I'm not saying that we have to call every story like these things a lie, but weigh in on the facts. Let's get everything situated before we run these crazy stories. These news outlets are begging, especially the cable ones, are begging for stories like this. It's what brings out viewers. This is how we get ratings. I mean, I'm in the industry. I understand it. But there's a difference between being smart about this and letting the community know what's going on, letting the country know what's going on, and being irresponsible. So to to not say this is alleged, to make this sound like this entire thing was true, and then to bring him on so he explains it before we know all the facts is incredibly irresponsible. And ABC should feel ashamed. And Robin Roberts looks stupid in this, which is terrible, because like I said, I, I think she's great at what she does. Jussie Smollett should never be allowed to work in Hollywood again. I hope he never finds another job in the industry because this is such a sick and disturbing act. For him to say that we need to stop the violence and the hate in this in this country. We need to stop people like this, who are habitual liars, who create and fabricated an entire story that is not true. That so many millions of people, and this, once again, like I said, threat to journalism, there are so many people out there that are going to believe what happened, and that's all they're ever going to remember. They're not going to hear about all these facts. They're just going to remember what those politicians said, like Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, because those people hold a lot of say and weight in our country, and a lot of people are going to listen to them. They're never going to know the facts. They're never going to know what actually happened. They're going to believe this occurred, because that's the narrative the media wants to play, because this idea of fear and hate and violence is what sells. And if we really want to change things in this country, we need to start working together to get things right from a factual standpoint. We need to be logical. We need to be smart. We need to be responsible. Journalism is there almost to serve a, a responsibility to the people, to let them know what higher powers are doing, to hold everyone responsible so there is a communication bridge between the everyday person and those up at the higher levels of whether it be media, politics, sports, culture, you name it. They are supposed to be the bridge. Do not rush to judgment until you have all of your facts. If this really did occur to Jussie Smollett, that is awful. I condemn that. I will never agree to any of that. But the fact is, this is not only something that's not true, it's an entire master plan, a disturbing one by Jussie Smollett. And it just proves once again that this idea we have in our culture where we reward those who are victims, 
this victimization. You are applauded for it. You are you are seen as a hero. It's just not the way we should be going right now. And I can't even stand to look at any more clips or videos of it, and neither should you. So I highly, I highly suggest that all of you out there, what you see on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you name it, please make sure you get all the facts because this is a threat to our freedom of speech, to our for our freedom of understanding. This is a threat to all of us out there because it will make you question what's true and what's not. And if major media outlets like ABC are airing things like this as though they are fact, then you should definitely think twice about anything you see, especially on the internet. And we can't have this continue to go on. It's it's very, very strange. I, I, I hope he is found guilty on these charges, and I hope he never works in the industry again. Thanks, everybody, once again for listening to the Nolan Knows Podcast. If you like what you hear, please like, share, and subscribe to hear more.